0: Welcome to Cripple and Baldy, a
1: podcast for the rest of us. Uh, yes. Thank you for joining us. We would like to welcome you to sit down, uh, have a drink, smoke a smoke, toke a toke. talking about the marijuana. <laughs> in case you didn't get that. That's exactly how I
0: feel. That's
1: exactly how so, I feel. That's exactly how So, it finally happened. Baldy. Saw my tit. Mind you, I was at work. Mind you, you're welcome. People (laughs) would pay good money to see that fucking tit. So this is what I did, all right? I've been trying to do this for years, okay? Her nipple is brown. What? Her nipple is brown. It's like, no, it's not. It's like, it's kind of like pink. I am ethnic, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, it's a little brown. It's like pinkish brown. um, But so anyways, I was wearing a shirt and my shirt says I hate running. And I got it to make people feel uncomfortable around me when they saw it because they'd be like, oh, no, poor cripple girl. She she can't run. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it works. People get very uncomfortable when they see it. But it entertains me. So, anyways, I was wearing that shirt, and that shirt goes very low on the side. It's a Victoria's Secret shirt. So, and I wasn't wearing a bra, and so I was eating a burrito per use, (laughs) (laughs) and I was about to take a picture of my burrito to, like, you know, keep Keisha up with my life. Uh, And then I was like, I passed by the mirror um, before I went to my food, and I saw that my tit was hanging out of my shirt. And I said to myself, you know what, I could take like a selfie of my burrito and then kind of have my tit like uh, kind of showing, but like small enough, like so where if you saw the thumbnail, you wouldn't know my tit was there. And then she'd click on it to make it bigger. And then she'd really see my boob. And that's what I did. And it worked. <laughs>
0: Hooray. So what do you think? Beautiful, right? Uh, You're into it. It's beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm glad. But you know what? If I'm being honest, not really what you expect at work. What is that supposed to mean? I don't work at a place where titties are the norm during the workday.
1: Tits are everywhere. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I'm talking about the whole areola. Okay. You know. Anyways, what's on the agenda today, girl? Um... Will, you want me to read that? <laughs> don't worry, don't worry, you're pretty little head about it All right, so on the agenda today uh we're gonna talk about a vice article about this uh gay male escort for disabled for disabled persons um we're gonna talk about Baldy's experience getting to a point where she can wear a topper despite the fact she wore a wig for a year um and then we're going to talk about Cripple's trip to Colombia. Arriba!
1: I'm just kidding. That's very you know um, offensive. Do not do that. I can because I'm ethnic, but you should not.
0: But what kind of ethnic is that appropriate for?
1: The Mexican kind, <laughs> like me.
0: But are you that kind of ethnic? Why are you asking? Yeah, I am. I'm asking for our listeners. Um, What listeners? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow self-sabotage all right (laughs) so (laughs) so where'd you find this article
1: on the internet on the internet (laughs) I love I love things about um disability and sex and um you know inequality so I read it and I was like yep but um yeah so I haven't read this in a while refresh my memory
0: (laughs) oh so yeah, so there is this guy named Pedro. And he, I believe, lives in Australia. Yes. And so he is Latinx. And he started working as an escort. And he found that there was um, like a niche market for being an escort for disabled persons. And so he talks about... um. How uh, it it turned from being like an opportunity to like he really enjoyed like being the the person able to afford people that experience, um, because like he uh, he started to understand like why it was so important that he was doing this line of work and how inaccessible. Um, and how desexualized disabled persons are. Well, I mean, like, they're inaccessible. Like, like, different disabled persons have different requirements needed to, like, get off to actually, like, be in the act of sex. So, yeah. And he describes himself as a Latin lover. So I just wanted to take a moment to appreciate that. Um, Yeah. um,
1: (laughs) He also had said something about, like, how there were a few clients he worked with who had been rejected by other escorts because of being disabled.
0: Yeah, it was just really messed up.
1: Yeah, and he's a patient person, I think, too, which is, like, a part of why he's so successful because he had mentioned in the article that um, he had worked with a man who was autistic.
0: Yeah, no, he... So what had happened was um, the autistic man that uh, he was working with Uh, he was, you know, being his sensual escort self and said, why don't we take a shower together? And for some reason, that struck a chord with the autistic man and he was, like, shouting, like, no, I don't want to take a shower. Like, he just, like, lost his shit. And once he, like, had his meltdown um, and had he had told him, like, to go, he was like, okay, like, no, I still want to engage with you. I just, I don't want to take a shower. Um, And so... He relaxed, and they did it, and it was cool, but I can only imagine, like, how traumatizing that could be yeah. for not just the person that is, like, requesting the service, but this escort themselves, you know, just from, like, coming from a place of just, like, not understanding. Yeah. Like, why someone is, like, losing their shit about a sensual, sexy shower, um... But you know what? Different people have different needs. Right. Um, But,
1: yeah, one of the things he talks about, too, is, like, the accessibility, the inaccessibility to sex. And the reason why he, like, I feel like what that means is more of that people are so closed off to the idea of, like, a disabled person that, like normally what for you would be easier to access it is more difficult for us just because of the fact that like the mentality of people um the mentality that people have when it comes to disabled people is that they are not sexual so um oh
0: we got a question do we want to answer the question really yeah okay people listen we have this whole thing set up send us your questions we will answer them um
1: and if your question is, let's see, Jasmine Tits, the answer is private message me. <laughs> Slide in her DMs.
0: <laughs> um, not the uh, Cripple and baldy DMs, her personal DMs. Um, if you can find her. Mm. I mean, that's not a challenge, is it? I mean, like, we're not challenging people to do that. Wow. I mean, I'm like. to get a bunch of. <laughs> you know, I'm not. I'm just digging myself into a deeper hole. I'm just going to stop talking. So. Anyways,
1: this question comes to us from someone. Thank you, someone. A nonny mouse. What? A nanny mouse? Anonymous. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. OK. You're so funny. So funny. Um, so the question is, how much masturbation is too much? And the answer is.
0: Not possible I don't know if you're giving yourself sores, I would say you've gone too far,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true, like no chicken point
0: be responsible,
1: you know, go at it, but don't do it in public places, I mean, or if you do, wash your hands before you do, and make sure you're not seen, and if you're like peeping at somebody, make sure they can't see you by putting a uh what are those called? Uh, camouflage
0: over to your body, like like what are those like uh, like fake bushes that people in the army wear? Oh, um, yes.
1: <laughs> All right, but seriously, um, who the fuck asked us that? Well, it says
0: I don't know. Well, they put a name. Is this someone we know? This is someone we know. It's gotta be. But the name that they used was Duke Ryan. Duke Ryan. Ooh, sounds hot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do the Duke. Ooh. But, yeah, if you're starting to, like, chafe from the (laughs) masturbation, that's when you got to cut it off. Put on some baby
0: powder on that thing. Wait a day. Yeah, if if your genitals are angry and red, (laughs) leave them alone. (laughs)
1: <laughs> um also make sure to like use uh some sort of lubricant on your genitals if they're getting too uh chafy. and if you don't have that just spit on your hand all right and go to town wise words <laughs> wise words <laughs> thank you i have a lot of experience in this area
0: so. <laughs> you got hairy palms bitch <laughs> You know it. <laughs> Better comb those bitches. Um, all yeah, right. thanks for the question. <laughs> yeah.
1: So far, we're doing really good today. <laughs>
0: um. Words of wisdom. <clears throat> um. Sorry, folks. I am getting over a cold. And I sound... Real raspy, and I can't stop coughing. But
1: coughing. Here at Cripple and Baldy, we like raspy voices, especially when they're coming off a sexy, baldy bitch such as this one.
0: <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. All right, so tell us about your, uh, you got a hairpiece, right? And you have been wearing it to work.
0: Yeah, so I was really apprehensive about getting a hair piece, Um, and I think it had more to do with the fact that I can't just work somewhere, have no hair, and then all of a sudden, like, have hair. Like, I didn't want to deal with, like, I don't know, the office gossip. Um, I was working somewhere for a long time that had a really toxic, like, um, environment, and I just, I was not... In a mental space where I could, like, really deal with that. So, luckily, I've been doing a lot of freelance. So, oh, and I, and I do want to mention that this is ridiculous, one, um, but I couldn't help how I felt. But, two, when I was 18, I thought I was a badass. And I had not one, but two mohawks.
1: Fucking badass bitch. I know,
0: and they are called byhawks, and also had like little like bangs or whatever. Um, I thought I was a badass, so um, I was really influenced by like punk rock and uh, Tank Girl. So I worked at Burger King, and
1: <laughs> as badasses do.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I worked third shift. So, like, I was a total badass because I got paid more than, like, the regular employees. Oh,
1: damn.
0: But, yeah. So, when I got hired, it was before I had this, like, funky haircut. And uh, I just, and I had, as part of the uniform, I had to wear, like, a Burger King hat. And what I did is I took uh, one of those, I took, like, a little uh, ponytail, a little clip, and I, pinned it to my hat and I made it and it like stuck out so it looked like I had like two little braids um and I wore that and then after I got a new job I had also started going to school and I decided that I needed to wear a wig until my hair grew out so that it would be easier just people thought I was normal instead of like the badass that I was. Um, So I did that for about a year. So all that to say, I don't know why I was so apprehensive about getting a hairpiece when I've worn like clip-in extensions like underneath Uh my hair and I used to wear a wig. But I I was. Okay. So like I said, I've been doing a lot of freelance and I've been doing a lot of like um, short-term like contract jobs where I go in the office um, where I have that contract. And one of the places... Um, I was working at I decided because I had gotten my um, my topper had come in and I'd gotten it styled and cut and like found a way to wear it that I really liked and I decided to wear it there because you know it's a temporary gig like whatever I mean like I shouldn't worry because it's temporary like about like what people think but anyways
1: you shouldn't anyways but yeah but also the other thing is too is like people don't notice what's different about people unless they have an awareness for that so like people aren't really gonna know what you did they're just gonna know that you look better that's usually how it is
0: yeah I don't know because like my hair is wavy and my topper is straight and I would always wear my hair like pulled back like in clips and stuff and like I would use this um this hair powder so you couldn't see my scalp but then you'd have like these curly like wisps like around my crown I don't know why I thought that looked good because I saw a picture of myself and I look insane like I look like a crazy person but anyways (laughs) that's just my opinion of my own you know my own self with my poor self-esteem um but so I was um running a couple minutes behind and I had a meeting and I went in and I like stood in the back, and it was kind of interesting because people would like do like a double take. Oh yeah. Yeah, and um, but and then they would kind of like, I don't know. They would give me like kind eyes, like they noticed something, and they like, but it's like, oh, like like I don't like I don't know, understand. Like I don't know how to articulate it. So I think it's like. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Um, so that it was clear that they were noticing a difference, but they and I couldn't tell if they like understood why I looked different or like what was going on. Um, but I will say so. Uh, my, I guess my the person I report to, like as a temporary worker, came up to me and straight up said, "Nice hair. What'd you do? Get it done? Or are you just wearing it down for a change?" And me like. Yeah, no, no, they said that. So I, I guess I think I'm like witty or something, but I just said last week when I left early, I got it done, which was true because I I left early for a different appointment, but I had a hair appointment before that. So like I got my bio haircut and I brought the topper with me and they cut and styled the topper for me so like it all like looked – like, together. Yeah. And, um, so I wasn't lying. And then I just did, like, a cute Uh. pose because, like, uh, this particular person is, like, really good at reading my faces. Um, so, like, I would never want to play poker with them. So I was just, like, I'm not lying, but I'm sure they can tell, like, that I'm not telling them something. But I thought it was really interesting because when I told Cripple about this experience, she was like, Are you like ashamed? Yeah. Of what happened?
1: Yeah, I guess like you're trying to hide. To me, I was wondering, because it seemed like by you saying, telling that woman that, like, oh yeah. I... I never said it was
0: a woman or a man. I just said they.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. Who the, whoever the fuck this person is. <laughs> um,. They, i was wondering why you had like um told them like appease them in like them saying did you either like wear your hair down or get your hair done or whatever and why you wouldn't have just been like oh like i have a topper because like it seems to me a little bit like hiding it's like almost like a little bit ashamed of like using a topper which is like what we're trying to get away from right so that's why I was. That's why I didn't understand. I no, guess.
0: what what I think is really interesting is I when when that whole um, experience happened, that's not at all how I, I took it. Um, you know, there's like a phenomena of uh, people coming up to African American people and just like straight up touching their hair, just being like, "Oh, I love it!" Like just yeah. they will just go and they will just touch it. Mm-hmm. I felt that it was kind of a similar experience to that. In the fact that what I did differently to my hair was none of their business. You know? It It's almost like someone coming up to you and being like, so why are you in a wheelchair? You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Like, it's none of their business. Like, I'm not ashamed of it, but I don't feel obligated to put my medical history on blast. You know? Because, right. Like, you like, don't
1: owe them an explanation. Exactly. Yeah. Right. All
0: you know is that like my hair is different and I look cuter.
1: Yeah. That's all you yeah. need to know. I get what you're saying. Yeah. That makes sense.
0: But like I said, I hadn't thought about like the way, like when you asked me that, it, it resonated with me because I hadn't thought about it like that. So I think probably like on when uh, my contract ends, I'll just be like, by the way. It's a toupee. (laughs) You were right. (laughs) Don't ask people about that shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like it can, it's none of your business, but just so you know, this is what it is. And don't do that to people because it's kind of rude.
1: Yeah. I get also like, I feel like it's like when I was younger, I I would try to avoid like topics of um, disability or something to do with like, like if my wheel, like if I was having a problem with my wheel or something, for example, I would be like not mention it because then I'd be like, oh, no, it draws attention to like me being disabled. But now I just mention like anything that's wrong with my wheelchair to a stranger. I don't care. I'm like, my brakes fucked up. This is annoying. I'm like, I got to go home and like, you know, get out my toolkit or whatever. But so the reason why I'm saying that, too, is because I feel like you're still it's not I get that you don't owe people an explanation and that's absolutely 100% accurate, but wouldn't it be great to live in a world where you could just be like, hey, did you see my new topper? Cute, huh? Like, just like any other thing. Like, (laughs) if you got like a new hair bow or something, you know what I mean? Like, do you like it? Oh my God, it's like pink. I love it. Or whatever, that kind of thing. Where it's like, we don't have to be like ashamed of like, um, because it's not covering something up. I feel like it's more like, enhancing something um it's like makeup or anything else like that right
0: yeah well okay so so I get what you're saying and I think that if I live somewhere other than the bible belt like I would feel okay saying those things because for example when I go into offices or if I have meetings with like um certain levels of people depending on what I'm doing like I cover up my tattoos I won't put in my nose ring you know what I mean and it's more about like it's not so much about um being open about like a fashion statement or something it's more about just like that's not the focal point of like what you're doing the work is you know what I'm saying
1: yeah but that just like goes back to the whole conversation of like how we live in a society where like people like really encourage conforming and um, you have yeah. to conform in order to, like, be on, a like, a the same level field as everyone else. Like you said, like, getting a job or something. Like, you wouldn't want to be like, yeah, also I'm balding. Like, because then there's something unique about you and they don't want uniqueness. They want you to be a worker and um, to fit in as much as possible.
0: Yeah, well, I think it's kind of a double-edged sword because I am a professional creative. And um, so it's, like, they want... A creative that's really creative that stands out that's eccentric because that because that's what they expect in a creative but you know at the same time like I'm an entrepreneur I am uh, a professional it's like where does that line where is that line because it is different like culturally because I live in the bible belt you know what I'm saying No, I
1: mean it's like that everywhere I don't think that's I don't think that's just the Bible Belt conforming and like not being yourself. That's that's how we've been conditioned.
0: No, I no, I agree. I completely agree. That's everywhere. But what I'm saying is that it is like very much like up front in the Bible Belt, especially outside of a big city and even within like the big city that I live in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just because I've lived, like, I have not lived as a adult, like, on the West Coast, being a professional, trying to navigate my career, but I was a child there, so I only have that, my experience with, like, um, I don't know, like, school dress codes, yeah. right? So, like, you can wear pretty much whatever you want, in my experience out there, versus when I came to the South, ugh. Their dress codes are freaking hardcore.
1: Really? Like what? So,
0: like, okay, so my kid um, has to wear – they can wear any color shirt. It has to have a collar on it.
1: Weird. You can't
0: wear jeans. Um, it has to be, like, khakis or, like, something similar. And um, I'm not sure – like, okay, so, like, girls – they had to wear shorts or skirts that like came to their knees or like 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 yeah that came to like their knees so like if you put your arms by your legs like it had to reach like the tip of your fingers um no spaghetti straps um no tank tops um you couldn't show cleavage um like, yeah, you couldn't dye your hair unnatural colors. Um, couldn't wear trench coats, chains. I feel um, like that was
1: everywhere you couldn't wear a trench coat because of, like, Columbine.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm just like, yeah. thinking off the top of my head, like, different things. Right. Um, but, yeah, no, there's a lot of schools around here that, like, public schools that are, like, no, you've got to wear khakis and either a navy, white, or gray shirt. Which is like, I guess it's okay because like. I just farted. Especially like for like, delightful. <laughs> okay, continue. Um, I in some ways it like helps shield kids from like bullying because like they're poor, you know. Um, but. I yeah. Don't
1: know. Because everybody's just. But same. like, other
0: than that. Yeah, but other than that, like, I think it's so important to give um, people uh, different avenues for self-expression and I think that dressing the way you want is one of those things and because, you know, uh, arts education is, like, the last thing to be funded whether that's, like, music or, like, I don't know, different fine arts That's that doesn't really exist and if people don't have that, uh, I don't know, avenue for self-expression um you're just creating a bunch of crazy people and by crazy i mean like people that are going to snap because all play or all work and no play makes jack a dull boy yeah it does yeah and
1: then he jerks off till he's raw
0: oh duke (laughs) poor duke (laughs) (laughs) um The only other comments I received about the topper um, was like the next day, a couple of people, like more people noticed and it was clear that like people had said stuff to other people and they're like, oh, I like your hair and it's so shiny.
1: Oh, like they were trying to get you to admit to like.
0: No, like like they were paying me compliments and I have a hard time like accepting compliments you know like they're being genuine so i was just like are you being condescending to me because i don't understand yeah you know what i mean people are hard to read especially like in an office environment so well i would say like in the south anyways because like people are so like i don't know like culturally it's very strange here i mean and i'm saying this is someone that did not grow up here so no offense (laughs) uh (coughs) but they'll say things like bless your heart and it means like it's not a nice thing no. for them to say but it sounds nice it's like
1: condescending
0: yeah so i'm just like every time i receive a compliment around here i'm just like what are you being <laughs> so yeah i also wanted to mention this random experience i had um in a bathroom at a restaurant uh that i had stopped at after um coming back from vacation <coughs> I went into a bathroom because I had to take a massive shit and I got in there and it was like I don't know I just had a weird vibe and I kind of like looked around and it was like all these people were like staring at this one person and I was like what what's going on like what what did I miss and it was a freaking trans woman and all these people were staring at her and I was like oh well this is rude so I completely was just, like... Um, they were. They had gone to a music festival in town. And so they had shirts on that had that stuff about it. Um, like, said Bonnaroo. That's the name of the festival. And so I started talking to them about Bonnaroo. And just was, like, being very normal. And kind of, like, you know... I don't know. Trying to change the vibe of the bathroom. I just wanted it to be, like, chill in there so I could take a shit. <laughs> and um, I ended up making a friend. So, you know... Just uh, when you need, and
1: then hold each other's hands while staring at each other's in the eyes. We did not do that,
0: but we did continue the conversation like um, afterwards when we were waiting to get sat at the restaurant, Um, which I thought was cool because uh, they had confided to me in the bathroom. They're like, "Yeah, this is the first year that I have gone to this festival as myself, and you know, like how much uh, better." And more meaningful that whole experience was for them. And so I was like, right on. You know? So it was kind of cool. And I was, like, hoping that the people that had been staring, like, overheard the conversation. um, And maybe they won't be so fucking rude next time.
1: Well, we can always hope, but.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But you never, you know. I don't know. Merka. Merka. For sure. Like, I don't know. Like, I could just. I get it real bad like I don't know I just get like really like mad like when people say such like prejudiced things like and I feel like uh I don't know living in the south like people are just very comfortable saying the most bigoted things really and like nonchalant oh yeah yes yes like people have, like I can't think of anything off the top of my head but like people have said like the weirdest shit to me. And um and I wish I could think of an example. Like I just I'm drawing a blank right now, but I'm just always like so taken back. I'm just like, you don't know me. I'm ethnic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, like for real. Like for oh, real. Oh, like they'll say so... something like racist.
1: And you'll be like, yeah. um, excuse me, sir. This complexion may say white, but my insides say ethnic. (laughs) Yeah. That's going to be our first shirt. We are
0: ethnic women. (laughs) I am ethnic. (laughs) You know what? If we ever get big, or no, scratch that, when we get big, this is going to be a PR nightmare. Just saying. Why?
1: Eh. We're ethnic. I don't understand you. (laughs) But we are ethnic. Like, you're acting like we're pretending.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'm just so used to people being like, Why are you pretending? Like, you are clearly white. And I'm just like, Why? Yeah, but you're not. So (laughs) I know. I know. I'm just, I am traumatized from this whole experience. (laughs) Anyways,
1: next topic. Next topic. (laughs)
0: I wish I had the same access to different communities through social media as I do now, like, 10 years ago. Yeah. Because if I had had that 10 years ago, like, going in middle school and high school and then college, like, my experiences would be that much more fuller because I would have been more... I would have understood myself and um, my situation i guess that you're not like alone yeah basically because i just you know for the longest time just felt like a freak i didn't know why i was balding i just knew i wasn't dying yeah
1: (laughs) you're like i'm balding but i'm not dying
0: i don't have cancer but no one knows why i'm balding (laughs) so I've talked to all these doctors and they don't know either. So quit trying to give me medical advice.
1: (sighs) Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, I, when I think about like, if, if I had grown up now, like the way that social media is versus like when I was a teenager, which like, what did we have? Like, Live Journal and Zenga. That was like, and
0: then. And then after that, it was
1: MySpace. And then MySpace. I was, like, 16 when I got to MySpace, so... Like, but it wasn't how it is now. I don't know how to tell kids these days. I don't know how to say it. It's, like, you would literally have to click on someone's profile to write something on their wall. Like, it wasn't, like, there wasn't a feed, okay? And then you had a top eight, and you chose the eight people that you had, and it was always, like, really, like, important, who was, like, your number one. And I had, like... I think, like, 10 friends who, like, I was their number one friend. And, like, I was so, like, proud of that. I was like, everyone loves me. Don't you see? Um, but, uh, wait, what was my point? Oh, yeah. But anyways, because, like, it's, like, because there are so many resources for people who are um different or marginalized. Right. And, like. Um, yeah. It would have been so helpful to have, like, grown up with that, like, because it's helped me as an adult person now seeing other people share their stories and me feeling like less like I'm a horrible monster and more like, okay, like, I'm not the only one like experiencing this kind of thing.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, like my self-esteem was like super low. Like, I just felt like some kind of, like, crazy, like, grotesque, like, monster alien. Yeah, same. You know? (laughs) Like, not worthy of love or success or even just, like, the fucking, like, normal things in life, you know? And, like... Because of ballsing, really? Yeah. That's so crazy. I mean, well, I, you know, so my story's a little bit different than yours because that was, like one part of my life, but then also just the trauma of being, um, a child coming from an an abusive, um, situation, um, that was neglected, like, you know? Yeah. So, like, I'm, I know those things, like, played into it, but then also, like, trying to, to make myself, like, um, like, learn to love myself as, like, and accept that I was worthy of those things. I was always like, well, who the fuck's gonna like you? Like, you know, you guys like to fucking like grab onto your hair while they're like, while you're like fucking giving them a BJ and like, they're gonna freak out when they see that you're bald. Like, <laughs> you had those, you know really? I- you had those thoughts? Yeah. I'm so
1: surprised because, but the thing is, you've always had a boyfriend. Always. I know. So, delve
0: more into that. I mean, like, I don't know. I've got a sparkling personality. What can I say? <laughs> no, but, like,
1: talk more about, like, um, how if you had those thoughts and then you met people anyways, what happened? What did you do? Did you, like, do something to try and, like, make up for it? Or, like, what was, like, do you have, like, any sort of examples of, like, things that have happened? Maybe even with, like... Your current bow or like past
0: ones, you know? You know what I'm saying? I don't think I did anything different. I think maybe I was willing to put up with more shit.
1: But you still pursued. Like even though you felt like you no one would want you
0: or whatever, you still went for it. I'm also like like I might have like a low self esteem, like or did, but I'm also like incredibly vain. So it was kind of like a juxtaposition. (laughs) (laughs) If we're being honest, I'm just like, look at my beautiful face. Like, it doesn't matter that I'm both. Is
1: that so? Okay, so you did. Then you did have confidence there. It wasn't like, oh, nobody would want me. It's like you're like, oh, but I'm still beautiful.
0: Well, so when I was a kid, I was like, um, I modeled and I was like, I was a child model. (laughs) Like, I know I'm not ugly. Uh Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that because I was a child model, like, I always knew that I wasn't, like, ugly. I just knew that, like, I was, like, balding. I don't know. I don't know. Like, But I'm trying –
1: because what I'm trying to understand is because you say that you had these thoughts of, like, no one will want me, but you still – we're confident, so I don't understand. Like I'm trying I to. Think, it I think I think it was
0: like every time it was just like a disbelief. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you really like me? You like me? And like, even now, I feel the need, like, for reassurance, like,
1: to be told that you're pretty all the
0: time. Well, not that i that I'm pretty, but like, why you value me as your chosen partner?
1: So. It doesn't need to be the way you look. Because I think it does for you. No. I think. Sorry. This um, is like a podcast. I'm getting too. (laughs) Well, I mean,
0: like, I I definitely think that I need to be told that I'm pretty. Pretty. Yeah, you do. That's why you post selfies all the time. Tell me. Fucking tell me. (laughs) Right now.
1: You are beautiful. I think you're beautiful. I've always thought that. My sister thinks so, too. (sighs) (laughs) Y'all.
0: Y'all gonna make me cry.
1: But I also find it insanely obnoxious when women like post selfies constantly and they're like, tell me I'm pretty. Tell me I'm pretty. It's really sad and I hate it and you do that.
0: But anyways, so I mean, like, I think it's really more for myself. I'm just showing everyone that I took this picture of myself and I like how I look in it. Yeah. Uh huh. Sure. Um. (laughs) i will say like maybe when i was younger like i wanted people to be like oh you're so beautiful yeah 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 It's but now it's more like i just want a record of it like i was looking good today (laughs) like (laughs) journal entry number five like or what is it like lunar log number seven uh the reason
1: like one of the reasons why i was asking you these questions so much is because that's how i feel like that's how i've always felt like i was like Mm -hmm. this disgusting like beast you know because that's how I was treated. And so and I feel like well I understand that you had those insecurities because of your hair loss and everything. Um it wasn't as super noticeable on people until people like now it is. But like when you were younger, it I mean it's it wasn't insane. And so I feel yeah. like it was more of your own insecurity and people didn't notice it as much as you did.
0: Yeah. But well, I don't know like when I was in middle school when it was just starting like those kids were mean. Oh, really? They brought it up all the I time. I didn't even know.
1: Like you I don't like when I met you. You are also shorter than me. What? I'm shorter than You're you also <laughs> shorter. Cuz <than laughs> I me. couldn't see the top of your head. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was why.
0: But I am not very tall, so like people could all see the top of my head.
1: Yeah, that's true. But maybe yeah, maybe that is but I don't I don't remember your hair being like super thin though.
0: Well, so what I think um I, I think that um, part of the reason why – I okay, so to contrast us, I think that I am the kind of person, like, I am more likely to go and, like, talk to whomever, like, regardless of, like, who they are, right. what they do. Like, I'm comfortable talking to them, like, as a person yeah. to person, like, versus, like, oh, I can't talk to this person. Like, I might be – like, if there's someone that I like – you know, that I have a crush on, like, it'll be harder for me to talk to them. But like, what makes them so great? Like, right. they're just as like shitty as a person as I am. Okay. If not more.
1: That's, you bringing that up is, that really, that makes a lot more sense because you're, I did forget about that, but that is how you are. You will talk to anyone. You don't like have any like qualms about that. You just, yeah, and it doesn't matter who they are. It, you have this kind of like way about you where it's like, kind of everyone's equal. Like, Whereas some people might be hesitant to talk to someone who they think is like above their class, even though we like to think we don't live in a class system here in the US, but we fucking do. But mm-hmm. um, like people might be more hesitant to talk to someone who's more well-dressed or whatever, or you know what I mean, what or dress shitty or whatever it is. But you don't, yeah. you don't have an issue. You will just talk to everyone. Yeah. So that's, that makes more sense. Because
0: at the end of the day, you know, we all have sweat glands <laughs> and our BO, all steaks. That's you true. know, I was I was at the art museum earlier today and someone it was fucking crowded and someone let let out the nastiest fart and I couldn't figure out who it was.
1: It was the white man in
0: the business. It was dude. not me.
1: OK, that's who it was. It was either an
0: older woman <laughs> or it was uh, my kid, but they would not admit it. So it was probably them.
1: So it was your mom. Did you
0: when you said older woman, were you referring to your mom? No. Oh, it was an older please let museum. her know that i referred to her i am the only one that went to the art museum because i have a bfa oh, and an appreciation for the arts of course because i'm so bougie well enough about me i want to hear all about your trip to columbia tell me
1: um i was gonna say first though, of like, all like on like, what you were saying was like because you the way that you were talking about your insecurities with your hair that's like how i feel too like feeling like a monster and like a beast, but like I was more treated like that than you were. I was more alienated because, but whatever. But like the reason why I'm mentioning that again is because I still have like issues with like talking or making eye contact (laughs) as I was talking to you about earlier. But like I have, I still have issues because I'm so like, I just feel like I'm so scarred (laughs) from just constantly being like, treated like I'm like a monster so I don't know but I, I think like when you say like because you're such a social person that you would just be yourself and or
0: like you would talk to anybody so well I think that was definitely my saving grace but I will say that like especially like when I um Was being mistreated as a child. One of the big things is I was treated as an other. Like, I was just, like, some, like, monster. Like, it was um, really traumatic and, like, really scarring. But I won't go into detail. But
1: Yeah, so you understand the other type of, like, mentality of, like, there's something wrong with
0: me. Yeah, and I think, but especially, like, being... um, Put in that position by s- people that aren't supposed to do that to you versus like, um, like just society in general. Like, I think that is, um, pretty severe. And, uh, even though it was like on a smaller scale, uh, helped was like similar to like what you experienced, you know yeah. what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, like feeling ostracized like, and like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Different
1: in like a bad way yeah but um yeah I but the thing is too is that like even though we both felt like monsters people didn't see you as a monster so like whereas like when I would say oh I'm so disgusting who would ever want me the rest of the world would say yeah you are and no one would do you know what I'm saying
0: well No, I I get that. I see what you're saying, but what I'm saying is, like, I had a parent treat me that way. So, like, that's why I thought I was that way, because if your parent is willing to treat you that way, then that means everyone else must think the same thing.
1: Yeah, no, I'm not trying to compare. I'm like, I feel like no, it no, no. I'm like just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, but
0: I'm just trying to, like, yeah, I'm just trying to explain, like, even though, like, I wasn't being viewed, but like that by the rest of society, I felt like I was being viewed by that because someone so close to me was treating right. me that way. I think that if it was like I was being like bullied by like a classmate or something, then maybe I wouldn't feel that as strongly as I did. Yeah. I don't know. Who's to say? Uh, But anyways, why don't we uh, hear about that trip to Colombia?
1: Okay, okay, so I went to Medellin, which I feel like... Am I pronouncing... Do they (coughs) call it Medellin or Medellin? Because, like, two Ys in Spanish... Or two Ls in Spanish is a Y sound. But their Spanish is, like, a different dialect than, like, Mexico. So I don't... I don't know. We're going to call it Medellin. Well, if,
0: like okay whatever i mean i don't know because i never been to columbia okay well i mean i've been to columbia tennessee <laughs> mule town usa but i have never been to columbia um well if if um like people that live there were saying one thing i would go with what they said i
1: don't remember <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Well, so i don't time. think we ever like i know we did talk to i don't know i don't remember um so so so, why did you go to Colombia? Okay, of all places. Uh, well, I am still finishing my music degree after five hundred years, but I'm almost done. <laughs> so this summer, <coughs> so close. I should be done so by the close. end of the summer. Uh, fingers crossed. So, um, but so, anyways, my choir uh, got invited to do this choral festival in Medellin, and um, I was originally like not gonna go because uh I don't like group trips. Like I wanna be free. I like to I wanna go such and brat. do my own thing. And um I've been on one class trip before and that was like to China when I was like a teenager. And that was fine because that was like my first like real trip somewhere. So like but I don't I you know I'm I'm a free bird, okay? I don't want to like be kind of find, Uh, in like rules of where I have to be when I have to be placed whatever but so but then I decided to go because it was really cheap it was $850 which included the ticket the hotel and food so well more breakfast and dinner so I was like that's super cheap I'm gonna be there for a week I'm like why not and my friends were going and I was like that's so fun and then I felt more like this is like really cool. And like, I'm so lucky that like, I get to like go to random fucking places. Cause I would never go to Columbia. That's like such a random place. Like I never even thought of going there. So anyways, and much to my surprise, my, um, choral director asked me if I was going, I thought she was going to say, like, assume that I couldn't go or like some weird thing, but she didn't. And I was like, wow, I'm proud of you. Uh, so basically we rode in like this one of those big buses like the whole time we were there pretty much um and i had to like scoot up the stairs and like crawl up onto the seat but it was okay it worked out um it's very inaccessible uh in medellin like in order to take like public transportation it's um you have to go through all these like different like like uh, gates and you need like a card and like I don't have a card so you have to go get someone to get a card and I was with people who could go but if I didn't have somebody I'd be fucked so I would say thumbs down on the accessibility over there you have to like take a taxi I think basically if you're disabled um there uh also the other one of the reasons also why I wanted to go is because I think that it's really good (laughs) For everybody who was in my choir to see that a disabled person can travel and um, do things. Um, And I'm like, totally, that's really is very important uh, that people realize that. And my professor, I had asked her if, like, the hotel would be accessible. She was like, I don't know. And she kind of didn't figure it out. And it wasn't. Uh, But I brought my shower chair. So good thing I did that smart so smart I almost didn't because I was like uh it's like I don't want to bring my big suitcase but it's a good thing I did so um yeah let's see what the hell did I tell you happened oh so there was multiple times when um and by multiple times I mean every time except for the last one where I had to crawl up the stairs to get onto the stage
0: Jesus. Yeah.
1: And that's like, it's not surprising because like, I I know that stages aren't accessible mostly unless it's a really big stage, um, then they're fine. But these were like little like platform type things. And I kind of expected that. And it wasn't that big of a deal. I feel like the people more in my choir were more uncomfortable than I was with doing it, with like crawling up the stairs, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't mind doing that if I have a plan of like, how I'm doing it And if it's happening Before the audience is there But unfortunately It was happening When the audience was there And I just I didn't like that And I was also wearing a dress Okay we were wearing Fucking oh, black God. dresses With long sleeves In the fucking Humid Hot ass Colombian Uh Country <laughs> I don't fucking <laughs> <laughs> Um It was fucking hot And we did not have An air conditioner In our Uh
0: Apartment Oh damn But so your hair looked great the entire time. Are you
1: serious? Really? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. You know what's funny? Um, I had just bought a bra, from- and um, I like w- started like feeling um before I had left or I had left from uh Colorado, I started like feeling like a burning like in my lungs, and I was like, oh my god, I'm getting lung cancer. Like I was freaking out. And then when I was in what? Medellin, I started feeling it some more and I was like having a harder time breathing and I was like, what is happening? And then I realized my bra is too tight. Wow. Yeah. So like when we had gone
0: lay off the weed,
1: no, it was the bra. It wasn't the weed. Um, but I have, I don't smoke anymore. I just eat it. Thank you. Um, but so when we had, we had, uh, gone up to, I get... God, I'm like so fucking clustered. I don't even... Whatever. So our original plan, what I wanted to do, uh, going to Colombia, I wanted to go to fucking Pablo Escobar's museum, which is his house. Okay? I wanted to do that. And so we were planning on doing it. But then... um, my friend was talking to our professor and she was like i don't like how you guys are going off like being like the three musketeers and like you should come with us to like this sky what are those called the like the zoo things?
0: sky rise sky
1: ride yeah so like they were going to go to a sky ride and they're like we're all going you should come and we were like oh well nobody invited us but okay (laughs) so we decided not to go to pablo's place because my friend didn't want to and also it was too expensive And also I talked to some Colombian people there and they were saying they they hate Pablo Escobar because he was a fucking terrorist and he killed a bunch of innocent people unnecessarily because he was like trying to take over and he wanted to become like a dictator. So I didn't know that. This guy told me that 18 of his mom's friends got murdered because of him. And my first thought was, damn, she's got a lot of friends. (laughs) If only 18 got murdered, that means she's got more than that. (laughs) I was like, Jesus. But also, yeah, they don't like Pablo Escobar. He was, um, this guy was telling us that, like, before him and the whole, like, drug trafficking shit, uh, it was Medellin, or, like, Colombia was, like, it was a poor place, but it was peaceful. And he brought a lot of, like, violence and drugs. uh, And now it's, like, not the way that it used to be because of him. So, mm-hmm. good to know. Scars <laughs> upon the land. What? Hello?
0: I said scars upon the land.
1: Yeah. Yes. And the people. Yeah. Where'd all the money go, though? Come on. Like...
0: Whatever. Let's be real. The FDA seized
1: that shit. Yeah. There was some hidden money. Okay. I guess this sounds like an architect now or something. Anyways. So... What I wanted to talk about was this, okay? So, my teacher was not very good at um, planning for like accessibility, or like when I had asked her about it. Obviously, thus far, as I told you, the hotel wasn't accessible. She was like, "I don't want them to leave um, to go to another hotel. I want them to stay with the group." And um, I thought they wanted to stay at the hotel because I was about to be like, "No, this isn't going to work." Because our hotel, literally, I'm not even lying our fucking we did not have a shower head it was a hose what i'm not kidding it was a hose and um it was cold the water was fucking cold okay Dang. and it sucked but um hey i still showered every day because i was it was like you would go and you would shower and it would be like freezing Even though it was really hot, it still was really cold. And then you'd get out and then immediately start sweating.
0: Oh, gross. I know.
1: It was so... Yeah. And we did not have an air conditioner. We just had a fucking fan.
0: So did you all sleep in the nude?
1: Um, Cassie was naked a lot. Uh, I got to see that beautiful booty over and over again. Thanks, Um, (laughs) boo-boo. But no, I didn't sleep naked. I don't think Alyssa did either. But so... Anyways... There was this, uh, one of the concerts that we had, it was at a, it was at the metro station. So literally we warmed up and then right before we left, like five minutes before we left, my professor was like, Hey, by the way, we're walking to the metro station. And then we're taking like the train, uh, to where we're supposed to go. And she's like, Oh, but you guys are okay. You're all wearing comfortable shoes. And I was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, she didn't give anybody a warning. People were wearing heels like it was really shitty. Um, So everybody was pissed. (laughs) And so we started heading over there. So we got to the uh, metro station, whatever train thing. I don't know what you call like a tram because it was up in the sky. So I guess it was like a tram. So we got there. The elevator was broken
0: and you walked all that way just for the well they were fine though and then
1: they all went up the stairs and then um, uh, the woman who was like our guide her name was Isabella she uh, was like oh shit like um, she said we're gonna have to take the elevator on the other side and then take the train and go to a stop so we can get off and then get back on the train to go backwards basically and I was like oh my god what the fuck and then she changed her mind and was like, okay, hey, we're just gonna take a taxi instead. So, me, so then they bring Alyssa down and to ride with me. And then we get in a cab, and Isabella is a tiny woman, like she's a thin woman. And me and Alyssa are just like these chubs. So, we were sandwiching her in the cab.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I bet she felt like really safe.
1: Yeah, she probably did feel really safe with our chubs next to her. But, like, I felt really bad. I was trying to, like, move myself, like, as far away as so she'd have, like, room. <laughs> and then Alyssa was like, I'm sorry for, like, squishing you. And she was just, like, she's a really – she was really sweet. And she was like, it's fine. You guys are fine. Whatever. But, like, so we're fucking on our way going there. And everybody else is taking the train to get there. And so um, we finally get there. And then there's a bunch of stairs to get up to the top to where, like, we're performing. Of course. I know. And so she says, and I said to her, I was like, I'm not going to crawl up those stairs. That's disgusting. Like, it was a dirty, it was a fucking metro. So it was, like, dirty as fuck. And, like, I was like, no way. And so then um, she was like, no, we'll get people to help you. So they brought, like, a bunch of people down that were like, we'll pick up your chair. And I was like, first of all, I don't like people touching me. Secondly... Um, this chair is falling apart no and I was like I break like no I'm not down so uh, then I said is there an elevator and she's like I think there's an elevator and I was just like why didn't you like what the hell if there's an elevator what the hell so then we're going around trying to look for the elevator and then we find the elevator and um, I go up the elevator and mind you like to get through like everywhere in this like metro station you need a bunch of different cards like to access like the disabled gate. And so we were having to like stop and then she was having to like call people and like they were ha- we were having to wait so someone could come and like bring one of the cards and then the card wasn't working cuz you need a fucking special card to open the gate thing. So there was like three different gates where where um we were trying to get through. So finally I got through to all the gates whatever. And then I came to this door and then there was stairs again. So I had to crawl down a bunch of stairs and then go down this hallway and then crawl upstairs to get out to finally where we um, made it to the metro station. And then what I'm appreciative now of like my mental state now, as opposed to like when I was younger, is that I was like, I would have been like feeling so bad and like I held everybody up and like My fucking little cripple ass, like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry I exist. Why did I even come? I'm so worthless. It's such a hassle. That's how I would have felt like even like five years ago. But now I'm just like, no, dude, like they should have had the fucking elevator figured out. Why didn't they know where the elevator was? Like, if I would have known that we were like going to do this in the first place, maybe I would have left earlier. But by the way, I would like just like to say this. Hey, Columbia, I'm a shout out to you because at the airports in both, we went to Panama Airport and it was fucking hot. I'm glad we didn't go to Panama. Fuck. That was so hot. We literally like walked out of that like ramp thing and it was like so hot. Um, but they were always like they listened to me when I would say to people in Colombia when I would say, no, please don't. Do not touch me. Um, Don't pick me up. Because, you know, people are always trying to, like, grab me and whatever. Mm
0: -hmm. They
1: listen to me. Like, I'm generally aggressive because people like to ignore what I say. Like, when I'm like, no, don't do that. And they're like, oh, her body isn't hers. You know, that kind of shit. They actually listen to me in Colombia. And I was, like, very grateful for that. I I think it's really – that's wonderful. So, shout out, Colombia. Um and oh yeah and so then on the night that we decided like we were gonna go out um we had gone gotten back from the hard rock and the elevator was broken in my hotel <laughs> Lovely. That was, this was a different day but so i was all like i thought it was kind of funny um That kind of stuff doesn't bother me like a lot Unless it's like an every single day thing But if it's like a one day thing I'm like okay whatever So I had to crawl up six flights of stairs And um, One of the guys Who works there like helped carry my chair And like we were making jokes and he was laughing And like so I think he understood some English Or he was just laughing at Dumb white girls I don't know Um, But
0: Wait I thought you were ethnic
1: You know that I am (laughs) Oh. zinger um so anyways i crawled my fucking ass on up to the top of the stairs and i was like you know what we're not going out tonight but we're gonna fucking move our couch outside because it's hot as fuck in our room and we drank beers outside and that is how we made some colombian friends okay awesome uh and then also that was the night when um some of the guys who were a part of our choir came over to me and we're like, oh my God, guess what? We were at a steak place and this guy who owns the place had seen our performance at the country club and he came up to us and he was like, oh my God, I loved you guys. You're so great. And then he gave us free food and I was like, that's cool. Uh, nice way to brag. No, but um, and then they were like, oh, but the best part is, is that the guy like came up uh to us and said. I just want you to thank the girl in the wheelchair for, like, lugging her wheelchair around. I really appreciate it. And I just wanted to, like... What? Yeah. I just wanted to, like, point out the fact that, like, she um, exists, I guess. I don't know. And so my response to that was, um, that's a... F- like, why would he want to point me out? He has no idea of my uh, abilities in terms of, like, singing. And, um... He's just like, you know, pinpointing me and like making me like, oh, look at that girl. Like she like I shouldn't be able to do something or like I should. I don't know. But like I took it as a very like that's a bunch of bullshit that like some ableist person would say. And then they said to me, oh, no, but he meant it in the nicest way. What? And then my response was, yeah, people can mean things in a nice way, but it doesn't make it uh, change the fact that it's ignorant as fuck. And then this cute ginger boy, uh, (laughs) freaked out on me and like yelled at me and then slammed went in his room and slammed the door angrily. So I was like, okay, cool. Glad to know that people are like open-minded and want to like listen to like my reasoning as to why I said that. And maybe I was a little
0: attitude because I was, did I overreact? No, you weren't overreacting. He was being condescending as fuck. That's just like when people are like, oh, you're so inspirational. Going to the grocery store today.
1: Yeah, because it's like he's pointing me out for existing in a certain manner and then like thanking me for existing.
0: And like to be clear, you weren't lugging around your wheelchair. You were using it. Yeah. Because it's a mobility I know.
1: aid. And that is the word that he said when he said that to me. He was like lugging around the wheelchair. And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> I'm not lucky.
0: That'd be like, that's like if you were like crawling on the ground and you're just like dragging the wheelchair next to you. Like, oh, thank her because like, what the fuck is that?
1: Yeah, that's true. That does make it sound like my wheelchair is like a hassle.
0: Well, maybe like English wasn't their first language and that was just the wrong word that they used.
1: Yeah, maybe. But the people that were telling it to me were white Americans. So I don't know, because I wasn't I just heard from Well them. not
0: every like white American is very cognizant of the fact that like sometimes English isn't people's first language and they use words uniquely. Oh, right.
1: I think and it was also that kind of mentality of oh my god, that's so impressive that she
0: did that. Like Yeah. And
1: that is okay, yeah. I don't know. Cause I was kinda like, did I over maybe I did overreact
0: no not at all thank you you're welcome i'm here for you boo boo i don't know why that like hot ginger freaked out
1: i don't know why either
0: you know uh he probably thought you were just being rude and not the fact and like completely failed to realize that what that guy said was ableist as fuck
1: yeah that's why like that kind of shit like bothers me because he wouldn't even like listen to what i had to say like he just reacted immediately and just didn't want to like burst his little bubble of like whatever she is so rude he was just
0: trying to be nice
1: yeah that kind of shit it's like
0: whatever get over yourself but yeah like you can be a decent human being but like you don't have to be like super sweet like honey dripping out your mouth bullshit like you don't have to like butter everyone up like that doesn't make you a better or worse person whether or not you do that you can just be like what that dude said was ableist as fuck
1: that's what i said basically
0: i know like and like but what i'm saying is like he shouldn't have been so offended by it because just because you're like weren't like oh my god i mean you weren't being rude about it right
1: I said that. What I said, I was annoyed. My response was, "You guys are stupid. I don't want to hear this shit." The moment when
0: word for word, what? That's exactly what no, you said. Say word that. For word.
1: I'm saying I was coming at them in that way, and the person okay. that.
0: But what did you say? Oh, so
1: I said when he said um, when he, they told me that. I said, that sounds, like, really ableist, and um, that's, like, I don't remember exactly what I said, but it was something, like, and I did have an attitude towards them,
0: I mean, but, like, it's completely fine that you had an attitude. I wasn't like, you're such an
1: idiot or, like, anything like that. I was just like. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, like, my point is, like, you weren't being rude about it. So there's no reason for him to have been offended by it because you're completely entitled to having your own opinion. after they
1: told me that, no, he meant it in the best way. Oh, he meant it in the nicest way. After they said that to try and, like, tell me that I didn't know what I was talking about. Uh, Then I got even more annoyed. And then I said, just because someone says something in a nice way doesn't mean that it's not ignorant as fuck that's what i said those were my words and then that's when he yelled at me or like exploded i
0: don't i don't know okay so like i don't think that was rude i think that i don't know like i don't think it was rude but i can see like because you said fuck yeah maybe that was like a trigger or something but like honestly like you are completely entitled to your opinion you didn't say anything that was like out like outlandish if anything you were trying to educate them and then when they were like presenting you with um like trying to like negate your experience and like not take you seriously like with what you were trying to educate them with they like like i've all been out of shape yeah it's completely uncalled for
1: i know i just like it you, like the yeah. rage uh that <laughs> you had was ridiculous and I was just like what the fuck and to me that kind of like I've dealt with people like doing that sort of thing a lot and I think it's because they want me to act a certain way they want me to be that little cripple girl or like they want me to like what we when we were talking to our friend today when she was saying that like people want you to like be grateful for... Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, like, well, not only that, like, it is a problem with privileged, specifically white Americans. They were all understanding. White. They were all their white privilege. Their privilege, not only their privilege because they're privileged, but the privilege that being a white American affords them—that like puts them like in this even like, cr- like more like bubbly of a bubble. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? There's like. The privilege bubble, but then there's like the white and privileged bubble. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That like shields you from so much more. And like whenever that is challenged, like people lose their yeah. shit because that's all they've mm-hmm. ever known. And it's and it's just it's so unfortunate because it's such a, a a an opportunity. Like when people are willing to try and educate you, like to not have an open mind when that opportunity like occurs like it's just like I don't know it just really says something about like where we are as a society
1: that's exactly how it felt to me was that not having an open mind not wanting to like this is their box that's what they believe and they don't want anything to change that so they get really angry about it because you're questioning their like belief system and their belief system is ridiculous because they don't even know like they're having beliefs about people that they don't have any experience with. And then when those people try yeah. to tell you their experience, they don't want to listen because exactly. that would burst their bubble and they don't like want to live in that fucking world or something. I don't know. But like the yeah. other thing is to his friend, um didn't seem like I feel like he would have been more willing to listen to me. But since he stormed off and like freaked out and like yelled um, his mm-hmm. friend just like like kind of like went with him because I think he was kind of like I don't know what to do. But I feel like he would have been. He seemed more like he was. He would have heard what I was going to say because I would have. Yeah. Tried to educate. And see, them.
0: like, and like the only the other thing about that is like when you have that kind of reaction to that kind of I don't know experience, like you are putting, you are affecting other people, and you're and you're saying that like when they're in that situation, that's how they should react. That's an acceptable way for them to react. When in reality, the only control you have over anything is how you react to it. You know what I mean? It's like people are so completely blind, like so negligent to the fact that like every choice, every decision that you make, every person that you uh, come into contact with, like there's like a ripple effect. You know what I mean? So like you want to put more good, you want to put be like – met with like an open mind more so than like negativity or like a closed mind because like of the ripple effect you know you're putting that energy out into yeah. the world into society so that's unfortunate that that's like how you ended your trip <laughs> that's exactly how i feel that's exactly how i feel that's exactly how our music is from Lizzo. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or on our website, CrippleAndBaldy.com. Thank
1: you. That's exactly how I feel. I woke up this morning.